Hey friends, welcome to the Overwhelmed to Intentional podcast. My name is Kristen and I am your host. I'm a certified life coach helping overwhelmed millennial women live a simpler, more intentional life. Let's talk about why you avoid. I hear this often from clients and I tend to be a more avoidant person myself, so I know how this feels and I totally know why it happens, but I would like to help you understand even more why it happens and what to do about it. What are you avoiding? We first want to acknowledge what you might be avoiding in your life because that will give us some insight as to what could be going on. So the things that you probably are avoiding are maybe basic tasks, things like tasks around your house or an email from your boss or maybe it is replying to a text message from a friend or maybe you've had a family member call you and you are not getting back to them. (laughs) Maybe it's a conversation. Maybe there's a conversation that you want to have with your partner or with a friend or family member or someone at work and you are avoiding having that conversation. Why is that? Why do we avoid? Well, you might think it's because you are an avoidant person. You will probably label yourself as an avoidant person because clients tend to do this. They say, well, I'm just avoidant. I don't get things done. I'm not very productive. I avoid. It is who I am. And the thing is, it's not who you are. It's just something that you do. And this is good news. It means that we don't have to change your whole personality. You don't have to overhaul yourself and become someone different. It's simply because of a feeling. You avoid tasks and conversations and text messages and emails because of a feeling. There is a feeling that you don't want to feel. You think that you don't have to feel it if you don't do the task. If you don't open the email or have the conversation or reply to the text message or start the task, you won't have to feel that feeling. But here's the thing. (laughs) Here's the thing. You're already feeling it now. Whatever feeling you are avoiding, you're actually in the middle of, right in the middle of. So here's the example. Let's say you have a text message from a friend that you have not replied to in a couple days. And you think that if you open that message, you're going to feel anxious and you are going to feel, maybe you're afraid that they're going to be mad at you. So you're anxious about, about that. You're anxious thinking like, oh, I don't want to open. I'm afraid of what they're going to say. And you think that the anxiety will come when you open the message, but you're already experiencing the anxiety right now. You're in the middle of it. The reason that you're anxious now is because you're thinking, I don't know what they will have said. I don't know if I can handle it. They're going to be so upset. You have all of these thoughts about what could be, what words are inside of that message. And you're so afraid of the possibility of anxiety when really you are anxious now. You're already feeling anxious. It doesn't get worse. We're so afraid of the future emotion, but really we're experiencing that emotion right now in the present. So let's say you're thinking they might be mad at me. Well, if you think they might be mad, then you feel anxious. 
and you're afraid that you're going to open the message and see words and they're going to say, I'm so mad at you. You take forever to respond. You're a horrible friend. (laughs) And you think that when that happens, you're going to feel so anxious. You're going to feel so upset. But the thing is, you're already feeling that. You feel that now because of the thoughts that you have leading up to it. And this is really good news. I know you might be thinking, no, it's not because I don't feel that great. I don't like feeling anxious. I don't want to feel this way. It's good news because this is the worst case scenario. We are so afraid. The worst case scenario is that our friend will have said, I never want to be your friend again. And you are terrible because you don't respond to text messages in a timely manner. (laughs) And we think that is the worst case scenario. The worst case scenario is always a feeling. It's the feeling that we're experiencing now. And it's the feeling we will experience when that circumstance takes place and we have a thought about it. And whatever thought we have is going to create our feeling. It's not the circumstance. It's not the words in their message. It's not that they sent you a message. It's not that you haven't gotten back to him in two weeks. It is the thoughts that you have about all of that. That's what creates your feelings. And your current feeling of anxiety is because of the thought, I don't know what they're going to say. They might be mad at me. I am so worried that they're going to be mad at me. That's why you feel anxious. And it does not get worse than our negative feelings and I know we think but the circumstance could make it worse if they tell me that they never want to be my friend again that would be that would be terrible why would it be terrible because I would feel sad there it is that's why it would be terrible not that you'll never see this person again which might sound really harsh to say (laughs) wait so you you mean that me not being friends with this person anymore is not the worst part of this Technically not. The worst part is the feeling. The worst part is always the feeling. And the reason that we avoid is because we're so afraid of that future feeling. And we think that if we don't open the message, we won't have to feel it. When all along, we're feeling all of the possibility, all of the negative possibilities because of what our brain is saying. Here's why this is the best news. If the worst case scenario is the feeling, it means that the worst case scenario is not the task. And all the while you have made it out to be in your brain that it is going to be awful to actually complete that task. Oh my gosh, I'm dreading it so much. I'm so afraid of what they might have said. Just all of these things in your brain is telling you all of these thoughts. And really that feeling that you've had around it is the worst part. The task itself is not. So by the time that you process through all those feelings, which we will talk through in just a moment, when you process through all those feelings, by the time that you've dissipated the the negative feelings that you've experienced, then doing the task just becomes a simple thing that you can check off. It's just no big deal. You just type some words on your phone and reply to a text. You, You send the email, you pick up the phone and call someone. It's not that big of a deal at all once you have processed through those emotions. If you operate from the emotions and you open the message, you reply back from that anxious energy, that's going to be a completely different experience. 
what we want to do is clean that up first and foremost. <laughs> we want to clean up the feelings that you think you're avoiding, but you're actually experiencing before and then have you go and complete the task. It's going to be a completely different experience for you and it's going to feel so much better when you go about it in that way. Here's how we do that. We want to look at the actual circumstance of what's going on. What is the thing that you are avoiding? Pinpoint that. Then ask why. You're probably going to say, I'm so afraid of what they're going to say. I, I am afraid that it's not going to go very well. It's not going to be well received. It, something like that is what you're going to say. And then how does that feel? When you think that, how does that feel? Maybe you feel anxious, maybe you feel worried, maybe you feel nervous. And then what we want to do, instead of behaving from those feelings, we want to pause. Why you feel anxious, why you feel worried, nervous, stressed about this particular thing is not because of the thing. It is because of what you are thinking. And when you walk yourself through oh, I'm feeling nervous because I'm thinking I'm afraid of what they're going to say. That's why I'm nervous. What does it feel like to be nervous? Where, where do I feel the nervousness in my body? What is happening? Maybe you feel kind of a fluttering sort of in your chest, or maybe you notice that your arms are tingling, or maybe your mind is racing. What is happening in your body when you feel nervous? Walk yourself through that. Here is exactly what is happening. My chest is, my heart's beating a little faster. My chest feels tingly. My arms are kind of tingly. I noticed that my mind is racing. I'm having a lot of thoughts. Walk yourself through exactly what is happening. And here's what you want to say. I'm feeling that way because I'm thinking this. I'm feeling nervous because I'm thinking I'm worried about what they're going to say. Not because I need to reply to the message, not because the message exists, not because the email is there, but because of what I'm thinking, I'm afraid of what they are going to say. That is it. That's why you feel nervous. And you really want to teach yourself that your feelings are happening because of your thoughts, not because of the circumstance. Because that is always true. Feelings are always happening because of the thoughts. Then, when you've walked yourself through that and you've talked yourself through, you've talked your brain through your feelings, your brain through your body. What, what I like to do is like logically walk myself through what is happening in my body. It truly does diminish the intensity of those emotions. Once you have put words to what's happening, you're able to kind of tone it all down and come back down to center. Because then it's not so out of control, then you don't feel like, oh, it's happening to me and I don't know what to do. Once you've walked yourself through, I'm having this feeling because I'm thinking this and this is what it feels like in my body. Then, once that dissipates, then you can decide, okay, what do I want to think about this scenario? How do I want to approach this particular email, this text message? What if... I could be completely honest or what if I could just state what is and often that helps clients whenever I have them come back to what are the facts here what actually has happened what do you want to say sometimes I ask that if you could say what you want to say 
in this email, in this conversation, in this text message, what would you say? And have them talk through their honest thoughts and how they really feel. That is super helpful because it helps us to see, I don't have to, you know, come up with this whole elaborate story or (laughs) instead I could simply just state how I feel. What is happening? What am I thinking? What are my feelings? What do I want to accomplish with this conversation? I've had clients who want to send a text message to someone, a friend that they haven't talked to in a while, and their brain is is saying all of this about how their friend's going to be mad and they're going to think that they're a terrible friend and they're not going to want to continue a relationship. And I was like, well, what do you want this experience to be like? I just want connection. I want connection with this friend. I want them to know that I do still care about them, that I'm sorry that it's been a couple weeks that I've, you know, been distant or whatever. Like, I just, I want to be honest and I want to tell them the truth. And then I also, I really just want to feel connected. What if you led with that? What if that was how you approach the conversation? If you approach the conversation in that way, then you've, you've given your, your truth and how you feel and you can't go wrong. There's, there's never wrong when we are speaking from our perspective about what matters to us and whether that person receives it exactly the way that you think that they should that's a different story (laughs) that is that's where you are having expectations and creating a story in your mind about what should be instead of what is if you just acknowledge what is this is how I feel these are my thoughts this is what I want to say this is what I'm going to say and you clean all that up and you come from a a clean place, which is I'm not needing them to respond a certain way. I'm not saying this in a way so that they will respond a certain way, but instead I'm saying what matters to me and that's that. You can feel at ease knowing that you're approaching it from a clean place. That's really the best way to say it. So then when you have done that, when you've cleaned up your thoughts and feelings, you've walked yourself through how you feel, you've decided on purpose, what do I want to do here? How do I want to approach this? And even if, let's say the worst case scenario happens, sometimes I like to have clients play out. What is the worst case scenario? Your friend tells you that they never want to speak to you again, or your boss fires you because you, you know, didn't handle that project in the way that they thought you should have or whatever. Like, let's say worst case scenario, it plays out. What is the feeling with the worst case scenario? And can you handle it? And we know that you can because you've just walked yourself through your feelings. We know that you can handle it. When you play that out and you go to the place where you, you've seen what the worst case could be, the feeling that you would experience, then you can come back to, I know I can handle it. And now I'm going to decide how I want to handle it. Who do I want to be in this situation? Do I want to be someone who is avoidant and doesn't take care of things? No, of course not. I want to be someone who is is on top of things, who takes care of, of text messages or emails in a timely manner, like whatever that means for you. For some person, for some people that might be in 24 hours and for someone else it might be in a week. So you decide for you what that is and then you can move forward with taking the action then the action doesn't feel terrible at all because you now have a different feeling state that you are in in order to take action 
this is the kind of thing that we work on in coaching. We clean up those feelings. We help you process through those feelings so that you're not afraid of them and then get you into taking action in a way that feels so much easier. Tasks feel easier. Replying to messages feels easier because you're not so concerned about avoiding emotions or getting stuck in emotions that actually you're in the middle of feeling and don't realize it. (laughs) And so we help you take care of those things and also help you take care of noticing that, oh, I'm avoidant, I'm avoiding this task, but then I go and spend all of my energy doing all these other tasks. That's not what I want to do either. I don't want to focus on other things. I want to be getting this done. I want to be taking care of things at work while I'm at work. I want to be avoiding that. I want to be replying back to my friends and connecting to the people that matter to me and picking up the phone and having conversations. I want to be that way and I want to be focused and I want to put energy there and I want to feel calm and at ease while I do so. This is the kind of stuff that we do in coaching. We help you feel all the feelings that you're afraid of, handle them with ease, and then get things done in your life and stop avoiding. It is as simple as that. It does take effort and practice. And if you have not been someone who has been very comfortable feeling your feelings, I promise they won't hurt you. I know we are terrified of them and we think that they might kill us. They won't. They absolutely will not. The worst case scenario is the feeling. You can handle it. You felt it before. Maybe you don't have the tools on how to process it well so that you can be on top of things. That's what I can teach you. We are not taught this stuff. You're not supposed to know. It's totally normal that you don't know, that you've been avoidant, that you have not gotten back to people because you're so afraid of what they might think. You're so afraid of how they might judge you when really you are judging yourself. We change that around. We make it to where you're no longer being so harsh and judgmental towards yourself. You're no longer stuck in that loop of anxiety and not getting things done. Instead, you are on it. If that's something that you want, you can book a free consultation call with me and we can chat about how we will work together to have you getting more things done in the next six months and to be more connected. Ultimately, when we avoid, we impact our relationships. We impact the people that we really want to have an amazing relationship with. We want to be connected to people. We don't want to avoid, but we tend to avoid because we're afraid of our feelings. And you know what? We can handle those feelings. I can teach you how to do that. So book your consultation call and let's chat. You can go to kristinalana.com. You can find all the links below. You can find me on Instagram at underscore kristinalana. Lots of ways to connect and check in and chat and I will help you with this. All right. So you can no longer label yourself as an avoidant person. That is not who you are anymore. Hope you have a great week. I'll talk to you next week.